What's good, everybody? You're now tuning in to another episode of From the Nosebleeds, episode 13. It's your boy, Joe, obviously, as, as always. Got my man, Corey, in the building as well. And the Billy, what's good? And also, got another special guest today, Taquan. What's going on, everybody? Coming straight from Mass, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Definitely representing. Oh, man. This today is going to be very, very exciting, y'all. Um, so, Quan, once again, I, I appreciate you hopping on and, and um, sharing some knowledge with us today. And we're going to try and just jump right in it and get started. Um Taquan has his own podcast, and, um, you know, we always share love and spread love and support each other um, when it comes to that. And um, speak a little bit about that, Taquan. Yeah, I'll speak a little about it. My name is Taquan. As I said, I'm from um, Massachusetts. Um, Facebook, just tap in. Austin and Watt Show. You'll find everything from our group to our actual page where we just post things, sports, keep the chatter going alive. We do live shows about once or twice a week. Um, my co-host, um, Josh Austin, you know, he, he works a long grind and shifts, you know, going to work between jobs. So, you know, we get a couple shows in, you know, to keep the viewers active, you know, oh, yeah. along with the Got chatter. To. You know, more than the comments you see on a daily where, you know, words can get mixed up, we hit it <laughs> raw and live, you know, say non-scripted. We go in there, no agenda. We go in there and just talk what's on our minds and we, we get it going that way. So nice. it's a good way to get in, similar to what you guys are doing. For sure, bro. For sure. Hey, y'all definitely tap into that, and um, we're going to get this thing started. Hey. Um, last night was this uh, historical. Um, the Bucks won the NBA championship um, and took them about in the last, what? It's been 50 years since they've yeah, been in that uh, – in that position since yep. the legends that were there, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, and also Oscar Robinson. It's been a long time coming. So a lot of names were made and a lot of people were disappointed um, in the uh, opposite team. But let's have a little recap on that. Let me give y'all insight on what y'all thought about the finals. Yeah. I started off. Um, it was yeah. it, it was it was a great one. It, it was something that we tuned into. I know our teams. We probably didn't have teams that were in the finals, and usually, most of the time in the NBA, that's when the viewership goes down. This finals was lit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you yeah. tuned in every night. You know, the last five yeah. minutes of the games, not particularly the first two games, but going down the stretch. You know, you got good basketball, possession for possession, a chess yeah. game. Who can beat who? And ultimately, there was one team and not only one guy, but one team that's been grinding a little bit longer than the other. Mm-hmm. And, and like Giannis said in the first series against Miami, we got to finish our food. Yep. We can't leave our food on the plate, you know? So <laughs> shout out to the Bucks, man. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them guys. They deserved it from 1 to 15, everybody on that team. Contribute a, a long grind, man. You've seen teams windows close, teams give up, teams start trading pieces, star players start leaving, but they 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 grew the seed, they believed in it. Summertime, flowers out. They got yeah, flowers. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I, I On totally the agree. Side, man. On the Phoenix side, <laughs> CP3 curse. Curse. Oh, man. What more can we say? It's a curse. It is not. Yeah. And, and it's not him. It just may be the way it is. Basketball is set up to have champions, your superstars that aren't champions, and you have your guys that just was in the NBA. That's what happens mm-hmm. in life. CP3 is on that boat in his career. 
we still acknowledge it. One of the best point guards ever to play the game. Yeah. Overall, the Phoenix Suns got a hell of a break mm-hmm. in about every series they played in. So you got to give Kahoos to that and the way they was able to build that team who wasn't supposed to be a playoff team. But they got yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that coaching staff. Shout out to them. They got a lot to handle next year to see what they got to do. The NBA is going to be loaded. So let's see what the bounce back looks like. For sure. For sure. Corey, what you got? Yeah, bro. That, that's a great take for sure. Uh, the series was most definitely exciting. I'll say that for sure. It was definitely exciting. Uh, great to watch. I mean, all, all six games were awesome. Uh, pretty much all came down to, you know, the wire. If not the wire, at least, you know, the fourth quarter. Uh, but, yeah, I man, it's just to me, it's funny how much the story changed, like, midway through uh, through the series. I mean, when uh, Phoenix was up 2-0, I felt like the entire world was just counting the bucks out. Like, they were already crowning CP3, already talking about how this championship is going to impact his legacy and this and that and how Devin Booker is the next best thing and this and that. And then, man, uh, the bucks just woke up. They woke yep. up. They just they reminded everybody who they, who they were. They reminded everybody who has the MVP. Um, and they just, they woke up and <laughs> it was over with. I feel like they gave, they gave Phoenix a little tease, you know, let them get a little taste, let them get a tip in. Uh, and then after that, <laughs> they just, they destroyed them. That's it. I mean, and, and to me, as they should have, honestly, uh, I feel like to me, the Bucks were the better team from the start. Uh, I think they proved that not only this season, but the past seasons, uh, that they've just been right there on the cusp. And I think those first two games kind of just gave, once again, kind of it gave Phoenix a tease, but to me, the mm-hmm. ending was not, not a surprise at all. The Bucks were clearly the better team. Only thing the Phoenix Suns had going for them, to me, was better coaching. I feel like despite the loss, yeah. Monty, Monty Williams outcoached Budenholzer a thousand percent. To one, I know you said that, you know, one through 15 all deserve that award for the Bucks, And I definitely agree. One through 15 do, but Coach Mike, I think they won in spite of him, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah. I'm not no, they won in spite of him. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, but when it came I'm down to it, the one to fifteens on their team, like mm-hmm. I I don't believe in Cameron Payne because <laughs> we ain't seen Cameron Payne do that. <laughs> Mikel Bridges, shout out to him. Yeah. That guy yeah, right yeah. there has, I like a, him has a, a lot. blossom in him. He's yeah. gonna be great. Aiden, it was too early for him for yeah. all the series he's played playing against soft big men. You know, mm-hmm. Giannis wasn't having that. You mm-hmm. see right. who was the best in the league. Yeah, Monty yeah. Williams, man. He does. Everybody deserves to win a ring. Monty Williams, yeah. an excellent coach, man. Him and CP yeah. is a bad hit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm still, I still got my eye on Phoenix. Um, I think they're going to be a great playoff team, making deep runs for the next several seasons. Uh, but this was by far their best chance. This was their best shot at it, and I don't yep. see them getting another shot like this. Yeah, man. Um, for sure. Uh, I, I totally agree with both of y'all points. Um, but my take is going to be go a little differently. Um, you know, I, I, I was pondering on this all night last night. I was dreaming about it. And it was just like all the disappointment in my, in my, in my eyes was toward Phoenix. Now, let me go ahead and start this off at, right now as Giannis has really proved himself. Giannis right now, um, I believe, has solidified his MVPs, his defensive player of the year, and has completed the total package because I felt as if for a while that, you know, Giannis couldn't do it in in postseason form um, because he's, over the years, have repeatedly have disappointed the franchise and only getting to the second round, and that's it. Um, getting swept last year. Granted, they were injured. He was injured, but, I mean, that was, like, toward the end of those games. So, it was just like, all right, like, can you – are you a, only a seasonal player? But this year, he's really proven it. His dominance in the finals was crazy. Um, averaging 35, uh, 13, and 5 – and five uh, blocks, an assist, I meant, and three blocks. So it, and he had the least turnovers in the league um, in the series. So I really give him kudos, well deserved. However, Phoenix Suns, I'm super disappointed in. Um, to lose four straight games is pathetic. 
<laughs> like you lose four straight, four straight. Like, like four Real. straight. Um, CP three. Uh, come on, bro. Like this has been your waking moment for the reason you breathe for the past sixteen years, and for you to come up short like this was, and come up with all these stupid turnovers in crucial moments. Yeah. Yeah. Game four and game five could have been won by Phoenix if it was not for two crucial turnovers. One by CP3 and the other one by Devin Booker in game five when he should have just passed the ball um, in the corner instead of running into three people and Drew Holiday's on his has been on him all, all game. Yeah. Um, uh, CP3 has uh, averaged the most turnovers in the series with uh, – Three and a half, and um, they were all in crucial moments. Like I, I hear the interviews, I hear the talks, and it was like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna bounce back. We're gonna do this." And I didn't see the dog fight in them. Game six, I saw the fight in the Bucks. You can see it. The energy was there from the jump. DeAndre Ayton played so soft. <laughs> I was like, what the like I didn't see this in the previous um series. I'm like, damn, you should have played Frank Kaminsky um the whole series if he was gonna play like that. Cause when Frank Kaminsky was in the game, like you seen the energy shift to where, all right, like they may have a chance to actually win this game. They put DeAndre Ayton back in the damn game, fouls, turnovers, can't get a rebound, uh, can't make a shot. I'm like, man. This was disappointing. And for Devin Booker to have two 40-point games and come with else, that's just that's just unacceptable. Um, granted, I don't want to get too hard on them just because it is their first year um, being in this type of success. Uh, as In this group, obviously, not in the history, but with this group, so they're, they are inexperienced in this, and it probably was a lot of jitters. But, like, come on, man. Like, after a while, after you got two under your belt, that's not how you end the series, winning, losing four games straight. Mm-hmm. Not like, at all. That, like, that's – I'm sorry, but that's pathetic. And, you know, um, Giannis, you know, that's how you, that's how you end the game. 50, 15, five blocks, and what, four or five? And still, yeah. Like, that's how you do it. And, and, and the free throws. The free throws, too. <laughs> and the free this, throws. This man, this man had the best game of his life and the biggest moment. Like, in the biggest moment. That's, that's greatness. That's, that's greatness. Honestly, and honestly, CP3 didn't have a bad game yesterday, but mm-hmm. uh, they needed him. They needed somebody to score 30 to win. Mm-hmm. No one scored 30 to win. So... That's all they really needed. They lost by, what, four or five points. They could have easily won that game. But no one had that dog in them like uh, like Giannis had, and it, it obviously showed. But once again, you know, kudos to Milwaukee Bucks. But y'all got to reevaluate um, this uh, y'all's season next year, Phoenix. I feel bad for Monty Williams because he is the, uh, he's the coach with the most class I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video where he actually walked into the Bucks locker room and mm-hmm. congratulated them and did all that stuff and like that's class, man. And he deserved it. He out coached, like y'all said, Mount Budenholzer, and they just got the um. They it was poor execution. You know what I'm saying? They took it upon themselves. The Bucks did, but they just didn't execute Monty's plan. But it's all good though. We'll, uh, we wish them the best for next year, and it shows they have a lot of potential for the future. And no one's gonna sleep on the Phoenix anymore. Facts. No, 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 it's, no, 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 it's over. It's over. If you're Phoenix, <laughs> ain't getting there no more. The foul is over. I'll tell y'all why. Next year, one of these teams that got had injured players ain't gonna be injured no more. Rather than Denver, oh, yeah, rather it's the Lakers, the Clippers, yeah. those teams go to state. I mean, go to state, go to state, too. I mean, play coming back. They got Clay. bad picks, collateral. 
oh man, Phoenix about to be back in the valley of the sun with the Kings. And <laughs> let me not get started on that good team, man. Oh man, hey, back in the playoffs next year. Hey, I, I, I still think with this squad that they have, they're gonna bounce back just because of you know the resilience and the coaching staff. And the moves, I believe that like these starting five, Jay Crowder, Malik Bridges, this starting five is legit. You know what I'm saying? They're they're no scrubs at all, and I feel like they're going to be able to compete even when those other players come back. Um, now the finals, who knows? We'll see. They we'll ain't see get what... to the final. They ain't we'll no see. more finals. First round <laughs> sniff out. If anything, they ain't getting back there no more. Campaign can't repeat that no more. Frank Kaminsky ain't going to repeat the performance. All done. Chris Paul, $40 million? You better make sure you sign him and he don't get hurt because that's what exactly. happened in this series. That's what happened. And it'll be real before we end this segment, man. Mm-hmm. If that's what we're doing. The Bucks did exactly what I would have did. The Bucks started d up 94 feet. That's yeah. the way you beat that Phoenix Suns team. You yeah. put the dog on them, and they play like dogs. P.J. Tucker said last night, we some dogs. You know why? Yeah. You look at their resumes. Look at the struggles of them coming into the league, not talked about nothing. They're scrubs. Kick them off the teams. They yeah. can't shoot. Well, guess what? Them guys, <laughs> them guys yeah. played offense in the playoffs, and then yeah. when it mattered, they played defense. Yeah, they all know they that defenders. Yep, they were dogs. They were definitely defense wins dogs. championships. They say. They say that's what they say, and they got the. They definitely made the right moves, the right pieces to uh, to get. I think Adam PJ Tucker midseason was a steal. They thought that he didn't have anything in him, and gave him up for for crumbs. And look where he's at now. So, um, yeah, man, really enjoyed it. It was very exhausting. I'm glad. I mean, I feel winded. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, it was emotionally exhausting. You know, it, it was emotionally sure. exhausting. It's like, oh, the NBA season finally over. Now we can yeah. breathe and uh, move on to something else. Um, but, hey, I, I do want to say though, speaking of, speaking of the Bucks and and their uh, elevation, man, I want to say the league better be on notice for Giannis because I think what's going highly uh, highly unnoticed is this man figured it out. He figured it yeah. out. I don't think it was any, had anything to do with coaching. I don't think it had anything to do with the other team. I don't right. think it was strategy. I think he just he finally figured out uh, the best way for him to dominate the game. And yeah. that's, that's sticking to the paint, sticking to the inside, uh, avoiding the three-point line. And it, it's not, you know, it's not rocket science. It, it's simple. But for him to figure that out on his own, I think the league is in trouble. And I'm going to just say every every great player has that, that key moment, in my opinion. It's usually one key moment. It's usually in the playoffs. Uh, you go back to, like, uh, 2012 when LeBron won his first chip with the, with the Heat. That's, that mm-hmm. was his moment where he flipped the switch. He figured it out. He got the formula. Uh, you look right. at 20, 2013. I don't know if you remember that moment with LeBron and PG-13 in the playoffs when they gave each other the high five at half court. Like that oh, yeah, little, yeah, that yeah, little yeah. moment right there boosted Paul George's confidence, boosted his career. Uh, you look sure. at tw- 2014. Uh, Kawhi, people, people think he started dominating when he got to uh, the Raptors. No, Kawhi started dominating in 2014 when he won that first MVP. Right. With with a team with Tim Duncan and Tony Parker, and I don't Manu. still I don't believe yep. in that. I hey. don't believe in that. Every every player has that playoff moment, and this year we will remember that when Giannis flipped that switch. That's gonna be the moment that that trajects his entire career. I promise you. Just watch. I, I mean, I, I I don't disagree with you. I totally agree. Um, they uh, I know a good friend of ours was saying that Giannis. It's like a modern day Shaq, the way mm-hmm. he dominated. Um, like just just the numbers and the performances he's been putting up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I almost kind of agree with that. The way his skill and skill set has been, it's been good. Um, you know, you know who you know who I hope paid attention to this? Who? Benjamin Simmons. I hope you watched. <laughs> I hope you watched this. I hope, I hope he, he did. I hope he took some notes. But I hope he did because, bro, he probably you... did it. He probably with a uh, old girl <laughs> in the beach somewhere, right. not caring. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been simply out of Cancun. You know exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we gonna we gonna move on real quick to Team USA. Yeah. Um, clearly, they've been having a lot of issues <laughs> um, during this. During this exhibition, um, they've been losing some games, winning some games. A lot of people think that they're, you know, 
just not going to win anything this year. We also got two team, two players that had um, health health and safety protocol and had to go back to home. Brad Bill and Kevin Love, and they replaced them with some scrubs. So, what do y'all think about Team USA this year? They gonna win gold? Are they gonna win anything? What y'all think? I ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it simple, <laughs> that's a good answer. I'm not tripping. To be honest, this is this is water under the bridge. Nothing to see. Move along. Keep it pushing. <laughs> this is nothing, bro. I, I tell you, they're just getting warmed up. Uh, and and number two, everyone's still tired from the regular season. People, players were complaining in the regular season about how quickly it started, how tired they were, how little rest they got, and then you jump right in and, and play the Olympics, travel across the world, yeah, play in the Olympics. You know, they're just they're tired, but they'll catch their wind, they'll catch their chemistry, and they'll dominate when the time comes. They might have a loss or two, but when the time comes, in my opinion, talent trumps chemistry all day in my book. Now y'all, y'all can say what you want, but to me, Team USA, they may not have that chemistry and that continuity because a lot of the typical Olympians aren't playing this year um, versus a lot of other countries. You see they have a lot of continuity, but we got the talent over every other country, hands down. I don't care if it's Australia, Nigeria. Shoot, they can, we can be us versus the world. I don't give a damn. Like We still got <laughs> the yeah. most talent out of everybody, so I'm not worried about it. We'll, we'll win the gold when it comes around to it. What you think? Go to bronze. Go to bronze. That's why I, I always say about these these teams. Now. I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not. I've never. I'm not too confident in the team. But it's gonna be gold. Like Corey said, man. You know they they should be cream of the crop, on top of every country that's playing and participating. They should be that. Um, the struggles definitely came from you know, end of the NBA season. You know some people are in controversies right now. Rather it was trade talk, or mm-hmm. you know just dealing with like me and tiredness and stress of the season. So yeah, they'll come back. They, they, they'll they'll do what they need to do to get to where they need to get to potentially. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna say gold or bronze because this this team could come and either play how they played in the last two games or like in the first first two games. Play exactly, exactly. So they the NBA. For sure, for sure. Um, I, I will say too before you go. I just want to say the only this. this might be funny, but I'm not joking, actually. I think the only way they don't win the gold is if COVID ends this whole Olympics, which I honestly and unfortunately yes. do think is actually a real problem. I think so, too. I've been, yeah. I said no Olympics off the jump. I don't, yeah. I've been saying since they said, oh, I've been saying since last year, there should be mm-hmm. no Olympics, no Olympics. And my co host always tells me, oh, yes, go ahead. This is going to be an Olympics. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they need to cancel it. Everybody needs to stay home. I mean, stay in their countries and because we don't know Correct. what other people, other countries are dealing with. We don't know. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I just, yeah. I'm trying to just use my research. I don't know. Yeah, there, yeah, there is there is a question mark when it comes to other countries and stuff like that. And on top of that, they can't. Um, no one can keep their pants on over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they, it's like as soon as they go over there, clothes Keep are off. Yep. <laughs> clothes <laughs> are off. Like automatically. Like they don't care who you are. So. <laughs> it's like if you can't do that, then we gotta make sure. Oh man, we got like they increased the the condom usage over there. I'm just like, God. You know they sleeping on it... cardboards. You know they sleeping on cardboard. Hey, yeah, that, that's I, a joke I, to me. I, 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 I know some of them are. Some Olympians are. Um, yeah, some Olympians sleeping on cardboard. The village. They said the village. They said the Olympic village. You know where everything goes on. The babies yeah. get made. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. they said they're using cardboard. So I was doing a um, report about it last week. Somebody was um complaining that they were sleeping on cardboard and then I guess um the Olympic committee said they're gonna try to get better cardboard or better something <laughs> better cardboard How does it... because they know that everybody they know a majority of people wanna you know what I'm saying do their thing in the village. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. just saying I, I don't know about y'all but uh last time I checked I don't need a bed to make the magic happy. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Of course, of I'm course. just saying that's just me. I don't know what you I don't know what, what to do over there in Tokyo, but that's just me. That's how I do it. <laughs> nah, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I think um, I think they may win the silver, man. I don't know. They just mm. I in in my eyes. I, well, we'll see. I know Devin Booker, Drew Holiday is supposed to go over there, and. Um, Chris Middleton is supposed to go over there. I don't know how effective they're gonna be because they, they I don't know how effective they're gonna be because they literally just came from an exhausting season. 
So for them to agree to do this, I think was a bad idea. But hey, um, but I mean, I think I don't think we should sleep on the teams that are are in different countries because there's some good squads on um, in these teams that that can compete. Now, Kevin Durant, Dame, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, all these boys are great. Um, but I, I would feel a little bit more confident if they had maybe, you know, a LeBron, uh, an AD, uh, a James, um, those type of caliber players on that team as well to be like, all right, this is solidified gold. Um, with the exhaustion and the fatigue setting in, um, I, and all these replacement players, like they don't even got Bradley Bill or Kevin Love no more. Mm-hmm. So, they got JaVel McGee and Keldon Johnson. Now, I don't want to take anything away from these players because they're in the NBA for a reason. But who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, so that being said, I'm just like, all right. They, hopefully they win like uh, – Oh, they win. They win. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We all, we're eventually going to see, and that should be fun to watch too. Uh, keep us interested until football season comes. But that's for a whole different episode because when football starts, I'm a whole different animal. We're in a whole different zone. And, uh, yeah, I care less about basketball. Anyways, um, NCAA, man, they finally got what they wanted. They finally got after all these years, however long NCAA been around. It's been a long time. <laughs> Um, players are finally able to get play, uh, paid. Uh, through this new rule, the um, name, image, and likeness rule that players can get deals um, and sponsors while playing in college and get paid buckles of dollars. Is this going to change the game of college, of college sports in general? Is this going to put a damper on it? Or is this going to be a great thing for them to get their name out there and get on top of this money train? What y'all feel about this? I feel like everything above. But at the same time, the NCAA kicked themselves in the butt because they could have just gave all these players stipends and then not yep. even do none of this stuff. Yep. But, mm-hmm. you know, back in 2000, I believe, I want to say 2014, 13, Shabazz Napier wins his national championship with UConn and – announces, hey, man, they're giving us crappy food during the tournament. Yeah. And this starts a whole whirlwind now. LeBron James and everybody's talking about, yeah, man, let get these. And then Jay-Z, the line, you know, let the college, let the homies get paid. You know what I'm saying? So Correct. NCAA had a long time to do this and change it, but they didn't. Oh, yeah. So now Correct. they got to deal with the students making top dollar, being, yeah. having cameras all on them while they're yep. practicing, you know what I'm saying, doing whatever they want. And guess what? The NCAA going to have to deal with it. You know why? Because if they don't, it's the end of them. Now they got to play, They got to play. you know, the role of support. They yep. got to support this and hope that some money comes their way. <laughs> oh, money's going to come their way working. regardless. Yeah, money's the money's going to come, come their way regardless. They've been getting billions extra. of dollars. Yeah, this can get extra. This is extra money for them. So, hey, you got to think at the end of the day. But they could have avoided all this by just giving these kids stipends, but they didn't. And this is what it's come down to. States are legalizing this right now. And this is not good for the young ones as well. And I say this for this reason. Mm. Unless there's a lot more one-on-one management classes, businesses classes, um, saving your money, you know, marketing, banking, and things yeah. like that. A lot of these young kids don't have that support. They don't get taught that. They get um, told that they have um, dreams and aspirations, and their dreams and aspirations are going to come true if you follow suit. But one of those suits is not saving money, you know, driving safely, you know, rest in peace to the um, late great Terrence Clark, man, supposed yes. to be drafted in the league this year, unfortunate accident, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, For you sure. know, he's from the up that area. Time, yep, he's from Massachusetts. And it is a lot of a lot of this stuff, man. You know, and it's not it's not the young kids' fault at times. And these people that are mentoring them, guiding them, you gotta guide them the right way. Yeah. Basketball as well, but this daily life. You know what I'm saying? You know the 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 cars. You know the Jews. You know the honeys. You know the the lifestyle that they're gonna enter in, just being who they are. 
Correct. So at the same time, it could be bad that way, but overall, you know, if these guys are good, like people are saying, and they want to go throw these guys a couple of dollars and, and bet bank on them, you know, hey, who's losing? Either mm-hmm. they're going to lose or they're going to win. There's nothing to do with it. What, what can we do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 that's how I feel about it. <laughs> hey, I totally, <laughs> I totally agree. What you got, Corey? Oh, man, I, I'm worried. I'm gl- number one. Let me let me start by saying I'm I'm very glad the athletes are getting paid. Uh, it's a long time coming, very well deserved. Uh, but I'm afraid of what this is gonna do. Uh, number one, it to me it's unsanctioned. Uh, I think we need a lot more rules, a lot more stipulations. Uh, and and kind of like Taquan was saying, like I I wish the NCAA themselves were the one paying these players so they can kind of regulate it. Uh, but now what I see happening, or what I what I can see happening, is that. The bigger schools, well, the rich are going to get richer. The rich are going to keep getting richer, essentially. The mm-hmm. bigger schools are going to be the ones that draw in the more marketing money. And obviously, you know, the, the football players playing for Bama, the basketball players playing for, you know, Michigan and Kentucky and UCLA and all that, those are going to be the ones getting the bigger deals, obviously, because they're on TV all the time and they're making right. the most marketing dollars. And the small schools are just going to continue to suffer even more. Um, and I'm not even talking about HBCUs. That, that's a whole nother topic. I'm talking about, you know, the smaller, less dominant uh, schools. Uh, they're just going to continue to suffer. It's just going to continue to create a bigger divide. So I'm worried from that aspect. Uh, then on a, on a personal level, to me, and I, shoot, me and me, you, me, you and Joe, like we, we can uh, we can definitely speak on this. College, sure. <laughs> college is wild enough when you don't have money. Exactly. Yeah. Wild college, college, so <laughs> college is not meant for you to have money at that time. You're already yeah. stupid enough with no money. Imagine me exactly. with money in college. It is a nightmare. I'm telling you, these it's players a, about to it's get so much trouble. Forget all that. It's you, a rat. You talk about you talk about Jameis, Jameis and the crab legs. That's gonna be nothing compared to what we're about to see this next year. Nothing. People gonna have money still at the Crab Lake store yeah, taking Crab right. Lake. Exactly. No, people, people gonna, gonna start throwing money in the air and start driving off and have money trails <laughs> and being ignorant like that. Bro, making videos. Bro, players, they're not gonna be taking the team bus. They're gonna be pulling up in their Lambos to the field. Like, come on now, this is about to be ridiculous. It is. It's about to be ridiculous. The amount of, of domestic incidents that are about to go down, like, it's about to affect every area. <laughs> and they don't even know. They don't even know. Oh man, um, that's I totally agree. Like giving these young eighteen-year-old kids millions of dollars at this age, it's uh, now. Granted, hopefully they have a good support system around them to kind of help manage that stuff. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. I know some of them are gonna go into, um, <clears throat> especially basketball. They're gonna be one and done anyway. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are going to have a year to kind of build their professional careers. And um, my football is going to be a little different. But basketball, one year, one and done, and they're going to be able to transition into that professional lifestyle anyways. So hopefully they have that guidance. Football players, I don't know. Because they got two or three years to just wild out. They might um, stay in school. If I'm there, I might stay in school. And collect that cash. Collect that cash. Exactly. So that's yeah, gonna change. If, that's gonna if, change the game too. If, if you're a prime time athlete, just just think of no matter what sport. Let's say you're Zion last year, or sorry, Zion. You know his his year Duke, mm. bro. You're most likely making more in college than you will on your first contract in the league. So you, you're sure. absolutely right, Quan. Like dudes might stay in school longer, knowing that they're making more where they're at. That and that, and that's a and that's a and that's a big take as well too. Yeah. Um. My my take on it for the pros, pros and cons. Obviously, the pros are, you know, clearly they're going to get some extra money in their pocket. They're going to get what they deserve. And, you know, it's been a long time coming. So I, I do feel like players should get paid just because, like, not everyone's going to make it to the, to the professional um, league. Not everyone's going to make it there. So if they can get some money in their time being, like, I'm sure the Johnny Menzels, the uh, the mm-hmm. all the these Tim players, yeah, the the all these Bushes. players <laughs> would have made bukus of dollars in college right. if they if this rule would have came up. I'm sure they're salty right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously, awesome. obviously, you know, I heard stories they made table under the money, you know, un- under the table. 
um, a lot of money under the table. But if they could have had it legally, they would have been the top-notch players to be multi-million dollar players in college. But um, the pros, I mean, the cons is going to be like players that are not that likable and have that image. Like the maybe the offensive lineman or the 15th player on the bench. Like it's not going to be a lot of equalism, um, equal in the field, and hopefully that doesn't. Uh, hopefully that doesn't create some type of chemistry issues um, on the field or court or any sport because all these sports are paying these athletes now. So it's, it doesn't matter what sport you're playing. But I hope that it doesn't create friction when. You know, you have all these players who are all in the same playing field, but now people are getting paid and it's being showed off and there's some type of jealousy going on to where, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, I may not want to block for you. I may not Mm want to, I may not want to pass you the ball. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want to see no hating going on because of this. So, um, because if he's getting paid a million dollars, yeah, why can't I get paid? You know what I'm Great saying? Point. Like, Great point. Well, imagine how much money Trevor Lawrence would have been making and the fact that we can't name a single one of his his blockers, a single one of his O-linemen. Like, just of course. Think, uh, that's a, a great of course. point. Of course. And yeah, and it's like they made, hey, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the main reason, like I said, uh, when you, made, you guys made a point about regulating it because – I feel like everyone deserves it. If you gonna make, if you gonna make it to where players can get paid, everybody should get paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because every position is important. I don't care if you're the last person on the bench or the 53rd man. Um, every position is important. So if anyone can get an extra, extra couple coins, make it happen. Um, Definitely in the bag. For sure, uh, Percy uh, Percy Miller is one of the uh, masterpiece son. Mm-hmm. He signed a two million dollar deal with Web App America. I think that's one of the biggest contracts so far. Um, and he's going to T T um, TSU, so yep. he's going to HBCU. And I think that's really dope, um, and that's really good for that for uh, for that squad and him. Um, and I think that's the biggest contract so far. But yeah, man, two million, two million dollars, and he ain't even do nothing yet. And he ain't even in the professional league. Man. So that's where we're transitioning. It's only going to get better from there. So future's bright, but hopefully they make some type of tweaks to make that thing a little better. Um, we're also going to move on to a different segment, man. We're going to get into the NBA draft. That's going to happen next week. Uh, I believe on the 27th. Yes. Um, NBA draft is coming. We got a lot of good prospects coming in. Um, they missed out on that money, but they're going to make some real money when they get drafted. Uh, so, uh, who who's a little overhyped? Who's some top prospects, y'all think? And um, who's who's going to be excited for uh, for next season to watch? Man, man, man. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and take this one first off. Uh, so, number one, just my general feeling about the draft, I personally don't see any superstars coming out of this year's draft. Uh, I don't see any superstars. I don't see any all-stars. I don't see any first-teamers, in my personal opinion. I see some solid pieces, some very solid starters, some solid role players coming out this mm-hmm. year. Uh, but I personally don't see anyone that's making me say, wow, that, that's going to be the face of this franchise. Uh, Kay Cunningham is obviously head over heels or sorry, head over shoulders above everybody else right now. Uh, I'm definitely a big fan. I love the scoring ability he showed in school. I love his body type, his size. I think he can really translate to the NBA game. Uh, but even him being the projected number one pick, I don't see him coming in, you know, with uh, as, you know, blowing, taking a lead back storm by any chance, by any means. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I think once again, there'll be some solid players that come out. I love uh, Jalen Green. I really love the option of guys coming from out the G League, I think they'll be a lot more prepared than guys coming straight out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, it's no single names that really, really make me wet, if I'm being honest. So that's, <laughs> that's my thing. What you think? What you think, uh, Taquan? Um, maybe just from, just from a general aspect, man, K, K going to be that dude. Now, I don't think 
Detroit projected at one is the best situation for him. But yeah. if he falls and Detroit don't get him, oh, he's going to be special. I think he's going to be special. Not crazy superstar, but I think he's going to be special. I mean, he, he can get a couple of all-star appearances and, you know, things of that nature. You know, help a team win. Championship, got good size. You know, play play one through three. I think he brings a lot. Um, another guy I'm interested in seeing, um, Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. Evan Mobley, you know, a guy that, you know, outstanding tournament he had, you know, and USC had an outstanding tournament as well. Moving up, you know, I, I he, he can be a number one. Um, he can be a number one in this draft. But the person for me that's um, boosting and I'm like, whoa, a local guy too, East Coaster. Um, mm-hmm. Jay's book night from Connecticut, man. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I've been liking the game all year. He's one of those guys, and Connecticut's had them point guards that, you know, you see what they do for their team. That can translate to the NBA level. I don't know how long a year he got. Yeah. That's somebody that you might want early on that you can control in terms of contract money, things of that nature. And if he does go boom, you know what I'm saying? You win, and you got a good player. So that that right there, I see right there. Um, young cat from Texas too, moving up in the rankings, man. Um, I forgot the guy's name, big man. I'm trying to think of his name. I watched him in the um the other day. Oh, uh, I didn't know Coach Sports had a pro um AM, but um, seeing this guy athletic ability, I gotta look his name up, man. Yeah, it's incredible, incredible. Yeah, man. Um, I feel. I, I like all you guys' takes on that and picks. Um, those are going to be some good, good, good players. Do I see any superstars out of that? Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell right now. Um, but Cade, Cade Cunningham, obviously, is sounds good, looks good, and looks the most NBA ready. But he, he, he remind he looks like uh, Jabari Parker coming out of uh, um, when he first got out. Yeah, you know what that. I'm saying? He, he like he like as far as like the build, the athleticism. He Jabari Parker had the same exact type of style play, and that's what kind of Kennedy Cunningham kind of reminds me of. Um, hopefully, he doesn't have that type of career like Jabari Parker had, just because he dealt with a lot of injuries. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of made him on the downfall. But um, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's all about health when it comes to this these professional sports. Um, but for me, I got three players. I got three players that are nowhere near lottery picks. Okay. Um, my first one I want to talk about is Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. That's another guy too that's been creeping up, <laughs> creeping up, creeping up, and I love his game. I love that guy. I love that guy. I think he's gonna be the star of the draft. Davion Mitchell is going to be the star of the draft. In my eyes, he, yeah, he seems small, but he plays big. He gives me um, Donovan Mitchell vibes mm. like crazy. Mm. He wears the same number as him. He wears same he last plays, name. Same last name, <laughs> same playing style, can shoot like him, play defense like him. I think he has I a think better his confidence a better. booster at the jump shot. I think he shoots the ball better than Donovan and with better confidence. Maybe because he's I younger. I think so, too. I think so, too. Donovan, Donovan has been – Donovan this year has impressed me. Donovan Mitchell's impressed me and got better with shooting. Um, and he's put up some – he's been a bucket getter this year. But I like Davion Johnson. I mean, Mitchell, He he's going to be special. I think his defense is a little bit better than Donovan Mitchell's. Like, he can tighten up anybody, one or three. Um, he's not that big. He's 6'2". But I don't think that's going to stop him at all. Um, whoever gets him is going to be a steal. Um, Orlando is supposed to get him. So, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? But you know what Orlando does, and they, and they kind of piss me off. But – that's a whole nother uh, time. Uh, but uh, Orlando's supposed to project it to get him. Um, however, I also like uh, Trey Mann from, Trey Mann from, uh, Florida. from Florida. From Florida. I like him a lot. Um, I like him for a couple reasons. He's a good facilitator. He has very high basketball IQ. He's a good shooter and a great mid-range shooter. Good size too, six and, five for point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good size, and he plays really good lockdown D. 
He reminds me of a Drew Holiday. Um, mm. I think he's gonna have a Drew Holiday type of career. Um, is he gonna get off starting like twenty five point? No, but he's gonna get you the necessities. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a better passer than Drew Holiday, I believe, because his IQ from what I'm seeing and watch him as uh, I've seen a few games in Florida were, were really good. So I think he's going to be a really good player in the league. Um, and this may be off the radar for some people, but it's this European kid um, in Turkey that I think is going to be the next, maybe Luca. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They, because I think, because a lot of people think that overseas players can't play. And they repeatedly prove year in and year out that these European players are legit. I mean, Luca, when they first picked, when Dallas picked them, ain't nobody think they was going to be better than Trey Young. But obviously, we've seen that he can play in this league. Christoph Porzingis. Um, the list goes on and on and on about these European players. And this guy, Al, Al, Alperen Senguin, Sengun, yep. I think, um, from Turkey, <laughs> he, I, I can barely say his name. I'm sorry. But, hey. um, <laughs> he is like, he, he has Luka vibes to me, bro. I mean, Turkish MVP averaging 23 points a game. 10 rebounds, um, already playing in that professional league, and his wingspan is crazy long, can shoot the jumper, defend, pass, all that stuff, man. I think he's going to be a sleeper pick um, this year. Uh, if I can only get his name right, he will be something special. Uh, so, I'll pray Singun. Singun. Yeah, that one, that one. <laughs> uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, Absolutely. But, but yeah, man, um, this has been really good. Right now we're going to transition into our trivia part of the show um, and, and wrap up this episode and um, get this thing started. Yes, sir. Get it. I'm new to the trivia. So oh, yeah. Hopefully yeah, I don't get stumped. Yeah, man. We always do <laughs> trivia every episode so we can educate the listeners and make sure they leave with something at the end of the show. So I'm going to get everything started. Uh, question number one. Which player had the most points in, final, in a finals game in history? In a finals game. Was it A, Will Chamberlain? Was it B, Elgin Baylor? Was it C, Michael Jordan? Or was it D, LeBron James? I got five seconds. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. Give me the choices one more time. I'm sorry, one more time, one more time. Choices, choices. <laughs> Is it A, Will Chamberlain? B, yep. Elgin Baylor? C, oh. C, Michael Jordan? Or D, LeBron James? I think I said last time, the answer is always Will. So I'm, I'm going to go with Will. We, we've been through this before. <laughs> I know how to go. It's always Will. Uh, Corey, you're wrong per usual. And Saquon, you are right. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Elgin Baylor, 63 points. 63 Sheesh. points. He holds the record. Uh, Elgin Baylor was a hooper now. Everybody he think like he was just like. He in the Hall of Fame for no reason. Rest hey, in peace, no, nah. Baylor. Just because we ain't seen him on TV. Yeah, like, rest in peace, by the way. Elgin Baylor passed away earlier this year. But, um, yeah, man, that, that that man was a legit hooper. He still holds a record. Um, So, moving on to the next question. Which year was USA basketball – Um, which year did they win the bronze medal? Which year? Uh, was it A, 2004, B, 2012, C, 08, or D, 2000? I'm going to go A. A, 2004? Uh, mm-hmm. All right. I want to say it's 08. 04, if I remember, they had that B squad, if I remember correctly. I want to say it's 08. 08? Yeah. All right. Corey, 
You're up one. You're up. It's high time. Time time. Turn me up. Turn me up. (laughs) Yes, they won. They won the bronze in 08. Um, they did not. They won the. USA won the bronze in 08. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had the bronze medal in 08. 04 Um, was the year of uh, Vince Carter's dunk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, four. Oh, four. They didn't win the bronze. I think they won the silver. It wasn't bronze. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um it wasn't gold in 04. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of get where you're where you were going, but it, it wasn't the bronze. Um let's see. Next question, last and final question. Um, what pick was Giannis drafted in in 2013? Mm. Was it A, the 11th pick, B, the 12th pick, C, the 14th pick, or D, the 15th pick? Mm. A great question. I'm going to go D. I want to say D, too, but we can't tie. So I'm, I'm going to go with D. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the 14th pick. All right. Taquan Wonder. Taquan won the yeah. Taquan won the trivia, man. It was D. It was D. Um, I, I seen it this morning. Overall. I seen it this morning. So I had a, I had a two. I had a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, right? Because everybody know what year he was drafted, but it's it's hard to be like, all right, what pick was he again? Because he could have been thirteenth or fifteenth. Um, but yeah, if you just saw it this morning, man, it's gonna be fresh on your head. <laughs> yeah, definitely fresh. I've been watching it all all, all day. Turn the TV. Giannis's life's on TV now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, hey, this was a good episode, y'all. Taquan, I once again I appreciate you. You know, stepping in and um, sharing your knowledge with us today. You're welcome oh, back. Anytime we start it and anytime, you know, we can do vice versa, man. I'll hop, we'll hop on there and see what's going on with y'all. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. You can catch me anytime for all the viewers watching, man. Facebook, Tuquan Watt. If you got Instagram, I'm not on it rarely, but I've been I've been on it for I've been on it for the last few weeks. Um T underscore Watt 88 and um Twitter at too queasy, man. Follow the awesome Watt group on Facebook as well, man. Check us out, man, and um, I'll be here again for sure. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah. Network is the, is the work. Network is the plan, man. Exactly. We appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Definitely won't be y'all. the last. Definitely won't be the last of him, y'all. Um, once again, for all the listeners, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. This is another episode of From the Nosebleeds. We signing out. Mm.